Today we are counting down our top five Marvel characters. I can do this all day. Hello everyone and welcome back to episode 10 of Your Dude Podcast. That's right, number 10 of Your Dude Podcast, where you can expect to learn something new, laugh a little, and hear fun discussions. I'm Caden, your certified Star Wars expert. And I'm Marin, your certified Marvel expert. That's going to come in handy today. We love to talk about fun topics and always bring it back to Jesus. And you heard that correctly, this is the 10th episode, numero 10. Do you know what 10 is in Spanish, Marin? Uh, I feel like I should, but I don't know it. I think it's Diaz. If you know Spanish, send us a voicemail and tell us what 10 is. Uh, p- pretty sure it's Diaz. Uh, we are celebrating celebrating by making all stickers half off until Thanksgiving. So if you want a sticker, that are half off until Thanksgiving. So that's episode 10, The Big Digits. So excited to be here, finally, um, doing this. 10 episodes. It's been great, Marin. No, no. If you've enjoyed it, I, I have. Yes, I haven't been there for all of them, but yes, it has been really... It's all right. Yeah. It's been good. The ones you've been to. My favorite part, personally, has been the voicemails, so if you want to send in your voicemail, just click that link in the description, create your Anchor account, hit the record button, and you'll be featured at the end of the podcast. A couple of people did send in voicemails today, so be excited to get to that. Anyway, in addition to celebrating our 10th episode, today we are going to talk about our top five Marvel characters. Are you ready for that, Marin? Yes. Yes, I am. So we're going to start at number five, then go to three, no, no, five, and then four, and then three, two... And if you have any honorable mentions, we can do that. And then we'll have number one Marvel character. So make sure to stick around for that and more. But first, let's get into Doodle News. Hit it. Breaking news. This just in. You gotta hear this. Welcome to this week's installment of Doodle News. Welcome back to this week's installment of Duo News. I'm still Caden. And I'm still Marin. Good to have you back on the pod, Marin. It's, it's been a little while. Back. Good, glad, glad you're back. Well, it's, it's good to be back. Okay. Mm-hmm. What news have you accumulated in your absence? Uh, Taylor Swift is officially going on tour, which Woo! is really exciting. Except, <laughs> you know, like, the nosebleeds, like, the cheapest tickets are over $1,000. Yikes. And What's, do you know the most expensive? At least fourteen thousand. Whoa, my goodness! Wow, it's crazy. Uh, yeah, I could buy some high quality speakers for fourteen thousand and listen to her over and over again. <laughs> so yeah, just saying, just saying. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh. There is one, another episode of Andor coming out, but we're very close to the end of the season. No, which, that's sad. It's only twelve episodes, right? We're only on episode ten. Episodes. So. What did you think of episode 10? ten? Episode 10 was really good. Mm. Spoilers ahead, but um, R.I.P. Kino Loy. Oh, yeah. It's <laughs> oh. really sad. But I y'all can chant with us. One way out. One way out. One way out. <gasps> oh, yeah. man. Whenever he did that speech, it was really emotional. It was. I liked the Andor episode this week. That was, that's what I was going to talk about. They always leave us on a cliffhanger, though. I'm always like, man, I want like five more minutes. Just tell me more. <laughs> But the 
but the the scene it was it was great i loved the escape scene the whole plot with mon mothma and all that stuff it was good i i enjoyed this week yes it was really good um wakanda forever Ooh. Uh, that came, that's come out uh it came out on november november 11th 11th yeah mm-hmm. do you think well you want to go see it in theaters or wait till it's on um, disney plus i don't know yet i might go see it with some friends because oh yeah I know that they like Marvel, so we mm-hmm. might watch it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Keeper of the Lost Cities, Stella Loon, book nine, came out on November the 8th. I haven't read it yet, and hopefully I can read it soon. It's only like November 14th, right? No one's docking you for not reading it yet. Like, that's totally reasonable. Okay, well, at least two people I know have already read oh. it. Wow. Okay. Well. Uh, there's a new episode of the Mysterious Bandage Society. I think we're at three episodes so far. And that's season two. Season two, yeah. Okay. Louis Tomlinson's new album, Faith in the Future, is releasing November 11th, and I'm really excited for that. And then uh-huh. final news is Fritz Hager is going on tour. Fritz Hager! For those of us who don't know who he is, um, can you explain? Fritz Hager it Yeah, he's the third one, because, yeah. Okay. Um... He makes music, and he's has some pretty good songs out there. He has a single yeah. named Hearts Align, and then he has one other album. So Okay, very cool, very cool. Okay, Check nice. him out on Spotify. And Apple yeah, music. yeah, yeah. Totally go check out uh, Fritz Hager there. This is free advertisement, not sponsored. Ah, oh, man, not sponsored. Anyway, well, if that's that's all I got for doing is just the Andor and the Mysterious Bending Society. So you have anything else? Nope, that's it. All right, well, let's transition over to the main discussion. Okay, so as I said in the intro, we're going to talk about our top five Marvel characters this week. And we're going to start at number five, then we're going to do number four, three, two, and then have some honorable mentions before we get to our number one favorite MCU character. And I'm so excited to see what yours is, Marinette. I don't know exactly. I've kind of have some suspicions, but mm. we're not sure. So be excited to figure out what you got in store for us today. Mm-hmm. So let's start with, um, let's start from the top. Number five, Marin. What is your number five character in the MCU? Uh, my number five is Bucky Barnes Ooh. slash the Winter Soldier. That's a good one. Yes, um, Bucky Barnes has been in. Many, many movies. Mm. Not at, well, plus it has a whole TV wow. series. He's, he's a pretty big deal in the MCU, I guess. I mean, yeah. And his story is very long. I absolutely love it. He's friends with Steve Rogers in the military. That's where his story begins. And then mm-hmm. he's mm-hmm. captured. He gets a super soldier serum, becoming like a deadly human weapon. Yeah, it's a yeah. little dark. <laughs> <laughs> Known as a winter soldier. Um, I really like him in the series. Oh, really? Yes. Okay. I I thought you were going to say, like, Captain America Wonder Soldier, but the series, I, I like him in that, and he's kind of doing some internal conflict, which was really interesting, so that is yeah. very cool. Uh-huh. So, uh, he eventually goes to Wakanda, and they help him get rid of the Super Soldier Serum. Which is really cool. Which, yeah. And then, like, the words, he can't turn into a bad person. Anyways, mm-hmm. um, Bucky is... I like his character because he's really trying to make amends for what he's done wrong. Yeah. And he's trying to help the people that he wronged. He knows what is right and fights for what he believes in. 
and we also mm-hmm. see a lot of character development. Yes, uh, what is your number five? <laughs> uh, my number five is going to have to be Dr. Stephen Strange. Mm. So uh, that has to be my number five character. Uh, I did not like Multiverse of Madness, though. So that's why he gets bumped to the number five. For number five, it has to be Dr. Strange. Best appearance and, of course, his own movie, Dr. Strange. Mm. Best yes. quote from him would have to be, they really should put the warnings before the spells. <laughs> and um, then at the end, that he says that at the end of the movie, and before that, Wong has never laughed, and then he like busts out laughing. So it's a really, really great and joyous moment in the movie. So I really like that. Um, he's a very important character. Like he has the time zone and does all like the one option only kind of thing. So very cool. He also has a very clear motive and is very relatable in my case. He's he's always wanted to be the best. Like and he battles with pride, and then he just gets super humbled when he loses his hands. And so I kind of, I can kind of relate to that because I've always wanted to be the best at what I do. And I just am constantly reminded that I'm nothing. And without God, I don't have anything. So just constantly humbled. And so just a very relatable character arc. And then the visuals in Doctor Strange, mind explosion, the mirror realm and mirror dimension. That, yeah, that was really yeah. cool. <laughs> it was like Inception, but like 10 times as greater. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Inception is pretty good. But the visuals, I'm saying. Don't throw shade on Inception. Okay, 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 okay. okay. (laughs) Anyway, so. That's a good, that's a good top five choice. Yeah, so that's my, that's my number five. So, already to your number four, Marin. My number four would have to be Tony Stark and slash Iron Man. Mmm. And, you know, Iron Man, he's like a billionaire playboy philanthropist guy and i think that's he actually said that yeah, he in... actually says that it's it's great um i like like he becomes a father eventually and i like that um he's very heroic and he's even willing to sacrifice himself for the whole universe at the end yeah like, the last line he says is iron man kind of a throwaway line but it's still pretty memorable yeah and I think mm-hmm. that his character is so interesting because he comes from being so selfish at the very beginning, and then at the very end of his life, he's willing to sacrifice it for the whole universe, and that is so cool, just transformation over all these different movies to see that, mm-hmm. and so that's a really cool character for number four. Um, wh- what would you say is your favorite appearance of him? Uh, my favorite appearance would either be in Iron Man 1 or mm-hmm. Spider-Man homecoming those are both really good appearances i like i like both of those yeah very cool tony stark always super serious super funny and sometimes a little bit crazy but we love him as a character one of the cornerstones if you will of the mcu so very very quality number four um yeah anything else to that you like about tony stark no that's better all right Well, then let's get into my number four would be Thanos. Now, before you hate on me. Why Thanos? He's a bad guy. I mean. Well, we didn't say superheroes. We just said top five characters. Okay. True, true, true. So most of them are superheroes, but my number four has to be Thanos. He's he's pretty great. Anyway, this guy's awesome. He's probably one of the best MCU villains because he was actually able to defeat the Avengers. And I don't think anyone else was able to do that. So in my opinion, he's one of the best. He has a clear motive, and, like, you almost sympathize him. Like, I have always valued the importance of balance in my own life, and so 
him wanting to be balanced in the entire universe, I was kind of like, well, is that 100% evil? Like, I don't know. Like, he did kill a lot of people, but then you kind of understand and kind of sympathize with him a little bit, but he's still a bad guy, and what he did was still wrong. But however, I still do like that he is a good bad guy, and he's actually able to use the Infinity Stones, and so powerful, and so many quotes that are very memorable. One of my favorite would have to be, when I'm done, half of humanity will still exist, perfectly balanced, as all things should be. So perfectly balanced, as all things should be. One of my favorite quotes from this purple alien. So yeah, that's that's my number four. Very powerful, very cool. Even an alien. And like he's so interwoven in all the other MC movies too that he's kind of like mm-hmm. makes sense. It's kind of like this culmination villain, which is I think really cool. So that has to be my number four. What is your? We'll just go right along into your uh, number three, Marin. Uh, my number three is Moon Lord, Moon Knight slash Mark Spector slash Stephen Grant slash his third identity. I don't know what the third one is. I don't know his name either. Uh, so I like Moon Knight because I mean he's a very complex character and oh, I love yeah. the story of the Moon Knight series as well as the character mm-hmm, who mm-hmm. suffers from disassociative identity disorder, DID. Mm-hmm. And um well I think that it's all one it's very impressive that oh, yeah. that the actor was able Oscar to do Isaac. this. Yes. Oscar Isaac, very phenomenal. Give him an Oscar, my friend. He gets the the ear doodle Oscar. Os- Oscar of the gets year. the Oscar. Mm, yes. <laughs> yes. Um, mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm not sure whether I like Mark or Steven better. I don't know. know. That's I, I, I can't pick. I can't choose. I just like Moon Knight. Yeah. The, the combination of the two. Combination of the two. It's, or it's the amazing. all three of them. I don't know. <laughs> well, it's the third one. The third one's a little weird. We only yeah. saw a bit of him. Yeah. But. True. 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 And well, yeah. my favorite appearance of him, I can't really choose an episode. So just the whole series because I think. Yeah. I think that's all he's been in. I'm not I haven't sure seen if he's been in anything else. I mean, he's in the Marvel intro now, so. That's but true. That doesn't really count. Uh-huh. And I I really like that the Marvel series addresses, like, like Marvel talks about mental stuff. Mm-hmm. I don't know what to call it, but. Yeah, like, it addresses those issues that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, very interesting. And, and uh, he also has an amazing suit. Oh, suits so suits so pretty cool. Do you like Marks or Stevens better? Uh, I the think white I, suit. I like Stevens, the, but Marks is hilarious. Yeah, Mark Marks is the one with the white suit, and then Stevens the one with like the whole mummy suit thing. So mm-hmm. pretty neat. And uh, would you would you like to guess what my number three is? Is it the same thing? It's the same thing. So oh. we can keep talking about Moon Knight. You have anything to add before I continue uh, our discussion? Not really. No. All right. Well. He's a new guy, new guy to the MCU. New season, only one season. Anna, he's nowhere else, just standalone, which is pro- one of my favorite parts about it, that it was so unique and standalone that it didn't really have to rely on cameos or name drops or anything like that to make it awesome. It was already awesome. It was so good. Most thrilling, suspenseful, mysterious series I've ever seen, and it's so good. Like, I don't know what's going to happen next episode. It would leave on a cliffhanger, and you'd be like, well, what? no, that just completely ruins everything, and now you're like, Every episode completely changes your view of the character and what actually is going on in the story, and it's great. Mm-hmm. Um, my favorite appearance has to be the Moon Knight series, of course, specifically episode five. Is that the one where they're in the asylum? Uh, yeah, they're in the asylum. They're kind of running around, figuring out who they are, and kind of 
like coming together and then at the end mark that's, falls off the boat and that's so freezes. emotional i know it's so emotional that's it's, why it's my favorite episode yeah it's one of the best <laughs> oh man for me it, what you find out a lot about his past in that oh yeah, yeah yeah very very revealing and stuff so anyway for me it really communicated the theme of living with yourself like the best quote i have and i think it kind of addresses the series as a whole really well and might have been said in the first episode but it is i must warn you what you're about to see is going to melt your brain and so after that that kind of sums up the series for me because what i saw in the series kind of like melted my brain a little bit Mm -hmm. so that's that's all i got to say about moon knight i'm surprised we both picked him as number three so that's pretty good um since we're done talking about number three the moon knight uh why don't you go ahead and share your number two with us uh my number two is spider-man slash peter parker oh nice very interesting very interesting which one? Um, I chose Tom Holland and Andrew Garfield. That's not an option. You have to choose nope, one. I said both. Okay. Okay, I choose Tom Holland then, okay? Okay. But I still like the Andrew Garfield. You can still like it. And him. I don't like the Tobey Maguire one. Oh, okay. That's don't hurt I'm... me, fans. Don't hurt me. No more. First series, but also, uh, you know, Peter's bitten by a radioactive spider okay. and this gave him a bunch of strength, which... I like this. I like the Tom Holland one because it skips the whole bitten by a spider and backstory, mm-hmm. and because we don't really need that, and we just see yeah. his troubles of being in high school and being the friendly neighborhood Spider-Man. Oh yeah, I friendly really. Spider-Man. I think I like his this character because I mean, one, he's hilarious, <laughs> so many good jokes, and mm, he's really, one-liners. really relatable. Oh yeah, because I'm in high school also, and mm-hmm. I understand the hard ships of high school and like homework yeah. and all that homework and girlfriend boyfriend whatever it's in hard a, in addition to just being in high school he has to be a superhero so <sighs> i mean imagine the weight on his shoulders I, I i'm in high school and i don't think i could be a superhero like i can't i cannot do that that is not possible inconceivable um yes. anyway very cool mm-hmm. uh what what favorite what's your favorite movie tom holland so movie? i would choose I, I have two options here why, why are you doing this double thing? I am sorry. I can't choose one. Oh my goodness. Okay, okay, I really like Far From Home. And then I good. guess you could say underneath it as my second choice would be mm-hmm. Homecoming. Okay, okay. Very interesting. And do you have a favorite quote for Spider-Man or just all his one-liners that are funny? Um, well, there's one quote that he says at the very end. I believe it's, I don't want to go really emotional oh yeah when for infinity war Mm -hmm. and he's talking to iron man yeah that one that one's pretty good so would would you want to guess what my number two is um is it also peter parker spider-man yeah it's peter parker spider-man and also tom holland um do you want to guess what my number one is like like do you think you know it like i don't know i don't think i don't think it's gonna be the same oh okay okay well we've had two in a row so far i'm kind of a kind of worried that people are going to get bored about me talking about Spider-Man, but mm. my best best experience for me has to be in uh, Spider-Man Homecoming. I really like that. The language in that was a little like, Ugh. but the story and the character development, growing and learning to use the suit, my favorite quote from the movie is probably like Iron Man, if you're nothing without this suit, then you shouldn't have it. And that just drives him to do really well, and I think that's a very pivotal moment. Mm-hmm. My favorite quote from Spider-Man, however, is... I'd rather just stay on the ground for a little while. Friendly neighborhood Spider-Man. Somebody's got to look out for the little guy, right? 
So this is after, of course, Tony Stark offered him the like super Spidey suit with all the awesome gadgets on it. He's like, you know what? I don't want to do that. I just want to stay here with the people I know and protect them. And so that was a really mature decision, as Tony Stark said, to deny that privilege and focus on what really matters. I I found another quote. Just okay. Like, mm-hmm. um, that on, I, the, on the Spider-Man topic? Yes. I thought that this one was really funny when Spider-Man says, oh, we're using our made-up names. I'm Spider-Man, man. Because <laughs> he's talking to Doctor Strange. Yeah, he's introducing himself <laughs> to Doctor Strange. Oh, man. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Anyway, I like Homecoming because it's an origin story. Now it's like origin stories. And uh, it's very cool, very uh, interesting bad guy type thing. So very awesome, and I enjoy it. So let's get to – so that's all I have for mm-hmm. Spider-Man. Do you have anything for Spider-Man? That's else? all. That's, that's all, yeah. great character, super relatable. Almost put him number one, but I had to choose my number one for a good reason. So let's get into uh, some honorable mentions mm-hmm. before we get into the number one. So for me, Thor would be one. Uh, Quentin Beck, which is the uh, villain in Spider-Man, uh, Black Panther, uh, Rocket, pretty funny, Groot, hilarious, Baby Groot's probably my favorite version, um, Ant-Man, Iron Man, and then Shang-Chi would also have to be another one of my honorable mentions. They didn't make them my top five, but I still love them, and there's so many others that I would just be sitting here for hours talking about all the characters. <laughs> so how about some honorable mentions from you, Marin? Um... Well, I have Yelena Belova, which is black or and Black Widow, I suppose, because so Yelena, Yelena Belova, Yelena, okay, Black Widow's sister. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's a pretty funny character, and I really like her such hair. a poser. Yes, <laughs> some jokes, and then Black Widow, of course, Doctor Strange. I have Loki, mm. Captain America, mm-hmm. Eros, aka Star Fox, played by Harry Styles. Just oh, to just put, the Harry Styles character? Just wanted to put that in there because okay. you had asked me before, do you have any characters? Do you have the character by Harry Styles? And I didn't, but okay. it's in there now. So now it's in there. Mm-hmm. Um, Quill. But Quill. Quill. He's, he's a good guy. Good character. And then mm-hmm. Shang-Chi. Also. Shang-Chi. Very cool. All right, guys. We have finally made it to the number one slots. I'm ready to hear yours. Hopefully it's not the same as mine. Uh <laughs> So let's have a drum roll, please. Are you going to do it? That sounds like a dying engine. Okay, well, I'm doing a drum roll, and you got to say your character. Scott Lang. Yay, Scott Lang. Ant-Man. Who's that? Oh, it's Ant-Man. Okay. <laughs> yes. Scott Lang. This is... Very nice. Mm-hmm. Yes, so he's a hilarious character. Oh, I laugh every time. Yeah, he makes everyone laugh. Mm -hmm. He's also an expert at close-up magic. (laughs) Expert at close-up magic. Yes, I would say that uh, my favorite appearance of him is in the first movie. Just Ant-Man? Yeah, in Ant-Man. He finds his super super suit and, you know, all that stuff. Mm -hmm. Where's my super suit? And um, I know we've asked this question before, but do you remember what Ant uh, Ant Man's ant that he rides on is called? Okay, I know he rode Grant Grant once, mm-hmm. and then he also had Antony. Yes, Antony was his first one. Okay, and he actually dies in that oh, first one. Oh no, that's so and sad. It's like Why so are you sad. crying for an ant? Like, like Antony, no. 
Uh, whenever you're like, why do I feel for that hand? Like, <laughs> anyway, mm-hmm. that that's a really cool character. Yeah, mm-hmm. I like it. The whole like shrinky thing and the biggie thing and the quantum realm. That is so cool. So uh, we're stealing everything that I'm going to talk about. Oh, okay. Yeah. Please uh, continue. Yeah, I love this character because of his charisma. And also, he's really trying to mend his relationship with his daughter because in the first oh, yeah. movie, he gets out of jail and he still cares about his daughter and he does everything for Cassie and does his best to be a good father to her. Yeah. So, I like that character. Yeah. Very cool. Very good. Very cool guy. Oh, you have a quote? Yes. yes. So, my fo- favorite quote is, I just have one question. Who are you? Who is she? What the heck is going on here? And can I go back to jail now? <laughs> Yeah. Uh, that one's pretty great. Mm-hmm. All right. So, are you going to do a drum roll for me? My favorite number one character is Captain America. Woo! Ooh, that's a good so, choice. Yeah. yeah, I really liked him. He was he's awesome. And the thing in Endgame, pretty great. But my favorite appearance has to be Captain America Winter Soldier. So, I like that movie a lot. And Captain America's great in that. He, he learns about Bucky Barnes and how... Like he's alive now, and so it's kind of crazy. Anyway, so emotional. So emotional. <laughs> anyway, my best best quote from him, and he's known for his speeches, if you will. So, the Avengers Endgame speech is probably my favorite. It says, "Uh, they're like walking onto the platform. He's like, get the stones, get them back. One round trip each. No mistakes, no do overs. Most of us are going somewhere we know. That doesn't mean we should know what to expect. Be careful." Look out for each other. This is the fight of our lives. And we're going to win. Whatever it takes. Good luck. That is, that is a wonderful quote. Mic drop. Oh, oh my goodness. Tingles every time. So good. Cap is great for so many reasons. Number one, he's cornerstone of the MCU. One of the first movies ever made about the MCU was about Captain America. Which is pretty cool. He believes in doing the right thing to protect his friends no matter what. He does the right thing no matter what. He couldn't face himself after he lost in Infinity War, and that drove him to save everyone. And he cares for people. He sacrifices himself. He's willing to do that sacrifice. He faces, he's the face of America, fights for what is right. He's willing to sacrifice himself for the lives of others. He helps to protect people. He's not arrogant with his power. He's humble with it. He's, he understands that he has power, and he has the power to do something about the evil in this world. So I think that is very good. He's humble, natured, fun, team player. He has the power to unite a group and give us one of the best speeches in the MCU. So, I yeah. like him. He's a great character. He's like almost the perfect character. <laughs> like the perfect person. Mm, yeah, that's why we like him so much because he's really cool. <laughs> he stood up for what was right in the world. That is what we have to do as Christians, as these heroes. They do. They stand up for what is right. And that's what we have to do as Christians. That everyone is going to love you. That everyone is going to appreciate what you do. But as a Christian, we are called to stand up for what is right and be the light in the dark world. As it says in Matthew 5, 14, you are the light of the world. We are meant to stand out and be leaders, Christian, good Christian leaders in this world. Be different. Be different than others. Be a Christian. Be a light in this dark world. And it says in Romans 12, 2, do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind that by testing you may discern what is the will of God, what is good and acceptable and perfect. That is what God wants. He wants us to be completely and entirely committed to him and his word. If you have any questions about that, what I'm talking about, being a Christian, then I highly recommend going back and checking out the previous episode entitled, The Gospel is 
Jesus plus nothing equals saved. So make sure you go check that out, guys, and thank y'all so much for listening to our top five Marvel characters. Marin, one more time, what are yours from one, I guess, down to five? Oh, yeah, I had Ant-Man. Uh, as number one? Yeah, as number one, and then Spider-Man, Peter Parker, Moon Knight, slash Mark and Steven, and then Tony Stark, and fifth one was Bucky Barnes slash the Winter Soldier. All right, and for me, number one was Captain America, number two was Peter Parker slash Spider-Man from Tom Holland, number three was Moon Knight, number four was Thanos, and number five was Doctor Strange, so that is our... That wraps up our top five favorite characters. But that does not mean we've reached the end of the episode, guys. Did you know that we got two voicemails this week, Marin? Two, wow. Two voicemails. So um, you want to hit the intro? I don't. You weren't here last week, but we did this cool Viking intro. Do you want to do that again this week? Or do you like an Avengers kind of thing? Avengers. Avengers. Avengers, assemble! Welcome to voicemail time. This week we got uh, two voicemails, as I said, and the first one is from a first-time sender. So let's give it a listen. Hey, Caden, it's Ben. Um, I just had a quick question. You you said in the Eraser episode that you preferred uh, pencils over pens, but I couldn't help but notice in class the other day you were using erasable pens. So I just wanted to know what the uh, what the perks of the erasable pens are compared to pencils and what made you transfer over to the dark side. Thanks, man. Oh my goodness. <laughs> oh man, that's that's a great question. Thank you. You're you're so funny. Thank you for sending in the voicemail. Um I don't believe I'm on the dark side, but um I guess it's just a matter of perspective. Um so originally I was very hardcore. Pencils are the only thing you should ever use, never use pen kind of guy. But then I had to use some pens because uh, that's what my teacher wanted me to do, so I decided to buy some erasable pens. So the thing about erasable pens, A, you never have to sharpen erasable pens. Is that right? Correct. Okay. Number two, you can write with it in ink in different colors, and it makes it stand out more. So I like doing that for taking notes in uh, physics and pre-cal. So that's why I was using them in class. So that's, that's a good thing. Very colorful, very distinct. And number three, you can erase them. So if you make a mistake with a normal pen, you can't erase it. It's a mistake. It's there forever. But these erasable pens, you can make a mistake, it's all right, and you can erase it. And it's and I like that about them because I don't feel pressured to be perfect and I can make mistakes and do that, so it's really good. I do prefer to use pencils whenever I'm writing my notes for physics, like at home or if I'm doing practice problems, review questions, or pre-cal lesson problems. But other than that, I do like to use those erasable pens, especially for like marking or reading in my Bible. I like to do it for that. And uh, taking notes is just more colorful and more fun. So I like the erasable pens, Marina. What What are your opinions? Why do you, Why do you like the pens and especially the erasable type? Uh, yeah, I like the erasable pens for mainly the same reason as you oh, because okay. I can erase them, and I also really like the color of them. I used to use just normal pens all the time, and my parents didn't really like that because if I messed up, I would have to start over completely. Yeah, that's not good. So, yeah. 
Rispel gives you Rispel pins gives you a lot of options. So again, thank you Ben for sending sending in that voicemail. Or pencils versus Rispel pins, my favorite. I'd probably have to say Rispel pencils now. Or Rispel I'm getting mixed up here. Rispel pens would have to be my favorite. I prefer them over pencils now. So I've been converted to the dark side. I'm sorry. You can try and win me back, but I think I've gone too far. Anyway, uh, let's listen to the next voicemail from our s- second a, a returning a returning caller, uh, Nikki, I think it is. And uh, she discusses the would-you-rather question that we had last week. So let's give it a listen. Okay, hey, it's Nike, and the question was, would I rather fly or be invisible? I'm going with, I'd rather fly, because I don't really see a point in being invisible, because, I don't know. But being, but flying, like, airplane tickets are so expensive these days, <clears throat> and so I guess, like, if I fly, I get to go where I want for free, and I, like, get to, so, I want to really, I want to be able to touch the clouds. I've always had that strange dream of just, like, reaching out. And touching the clouds and just feeling what they're made like we know what they're made out of, but just like, just like getting to feel it. That's just always been my one of my childhood little dreams, even though they might never come true. Although if I go skydiving, I might be able to do that. I don't know, but yeah, I'm going with flying because it just sounds a bit reasonable. Thank you. Thank you very much, Naki, for sending that voicemail about your opinions of flying versus being invisible. Uh, Maren, would you like to answer that question? Uh, yeah, about flying I think or being invisible? I would agree with you, Naki, and I would want to fly. Yes, yeah. plane tickets are so expensive. And then touching the clouds, like I didn't even think about that aspect last week, and that, that would, would be, be so fun. It'd be so cool, like just touching a cloud, like oh, that w- that would be very cool. And and skydiving, I don't know if I could do that to touch wanna, a cloud. Yeah, I want to skydive. Really. So you and I keep going on a trip next week or something? Or you didn't invite me? I mean, uh, that's a little awkward. <clears throat> um, anyway, uh, yes, thank you, Nike, for sending that voicemail. And flying is currently the winner. So if you have any arguments on why being invisible would be better, please send them in. But, I mean, it's it's going to be pretty hard to find a reason to be invisible. That concludes our voicemail time of the week. We talked about our top five Marvel characters. It was really fun. I had a good time. And Marin, the Marvel expert, had an amazing time, I assume, talking about her favorite fandom. I did, yeah. It was yeah, really yeah. fun. It was good, yeah. Also, don't forget to send in your voicemails, so make sure to do that. Uh, create an anchor account, record, do all that stuff. Uh, and then we also talked about how we have to be different in this world, be different than other people. As Christians, we are meant to be set apart. A city set up on a hill cannot be hidden, so that is what we talked about today and that's all i have make sure to share this podcast with your friends and family as always thanksgiving is coming up soon and it'll be awesome if y'all all shared it with their your family you know that'd be great that would give us a lot of reach everyone comes in from like minnesota or something you share the podcast with them and then they go up to minnesota and tell all their friends so i'm sorry minnesota yeah. why, why minnesota because that's where the girl in inside out is from okay so, uh, Marin, you want to role play right now? What what it would it be like? So, like, I'm listening to your podcast, and then you come up to me and, and you you ask why I'm listening. So, uh, what are you listening to, and why are you listening? Oh, hi, Grandma. Um, I'm listening to uh, your dude podcast. It's this really cool podcast. You should give it a listen. Here, I'll I'll send you the link. Excuse me. Why am I the grandma? Well, did you want to be aunt? No, I could have been your cousin. Uh, that would have been more reasonable. Anyway. <laughs> Uh, as I said, we also have stickers for purchase, and uh, they're on sale till Thanksgiving, so grab some of those if you uh, don't mind. I mean, 
I think they're pretty cool. I don't know about you. Also, don't forget to follow us. Leave that rating and review wherever you're listening to this podcast. Anything else to add to, to this week's episode? Well, everyone, you have been listening to Ear to the Podcast. I'm your host, Caden. And I'm your co-host, Marin. Peace out. Cheerio. Thank you.